Yo, what up? It's your girl, Kilowatt. It is the next day and I am not crying anymore. I am in go mode. Just in time for the new moon. Uh, coming up on the second. So, just in a couple days here. I'm going to guess that that's probably about the time that Sam will get out. Um, I had a little bit of a... I don't want to say it was a tiff. But I caught myself being um, majorly defensive about Sam and I need to straighten some stuff up with Justin because I was just frustrated because I feel like a large part of the the bullshit that we've been dealing with has been in due to the shit that Marisha brings to the table. There's always some type of bullshit and it has to directly do with like my things and my stuff, you know, going missing and like she'll hang out in my fucking room and like trash my room and then I get yelled at for the fucking wrappers and shit that she leaves on top of it and so I get mad because I'm like dude first of all why the fuck are you guys in my room I thought I had privacy but I guess I don't and second of all I need a fucking door with a lock on it so that this is not an issue anymore that should that's a simple solution and I'm gonna press for that on Wednesday when I get paid but I just went and I dropped off. So in Multnomah County, they have this thing called a pink slip. So this is a fun fact. We're going to learn about jail. Come on, you guys. Come with me to the lesson plan, and we're going to learn about jail. So if one of your loved ones ends up in Multnomah County, one of the main factors that's different from Multnomah County to Clackamas is that when you have a loved one in, in jail and county, you can drop them off like basically a note, like passing notes in class. <laughs> they call it a pink slip. And so I just, because my, the way that I show people that I love them or the way that I tell people I love them is through acts of kindness. Like I like to do things. I don't, I'm not very, um, I'm good at writing, but like it usually takes like a lot for me. It, it, there usually there's some type of like disconnect where I have to explain myself. And by then like, you know, damage is done and you don't really want to hear that somebody loves you after they've done something fucked up. You know, like you want to hear that they love you before that happens. Right. I mean, ideally. And so for me, like there could be a a major fight or something and I can come up with the words that I need at that point. Like I could figure out because then the question is, is it over? If it is over, at least I can tell them how I feel. And then I have to sit and think on it. But it, it, it isn't until that moment in time that I will be able to explain to you how the fuck I feel because I got a lot of fucking feelings and I get overstimulated and I just can't find the words. And so sometimes it's just better for me to show people that I love them by doing things. Um, so I'll do like, I'll pick up your favorite ice cream or your favorite food or I'll, you know, just little things like I'll wake up and get you breakfast or I'll fold your clothes or, you know, just little tiny acts of love. So tonight I dropped off a little pink slip, even though he called me today. Thank God. I was like so stressed out about everything. And unfortunately today was much better that both Justin and Marisha were gone. So it was just mainly me. And I was just like, you know, trying to get through the morning and, and get myself together and like focus because I realized I'm in a place in my life where I need to get my shit together. And so I'm like, I mean, obvious that's been obvious for a while now. Okay. It's not like that's like big news. Uh, (laughs) 
I, I do want to get to a place where I'm thriving and not just in a constant state of turmoil. So I'm aiming for that. And I was kind of running over my planner and looking at stuff I had to do to get Jake back. I spoke with Jake. I spoke with a caseworker. I spoke with DHS here in Oregon. And um, I talked with Sam's parole officer just to try and get his situation like figured out to understand what he was looking at like why haven't they sent him in for a hearing yet is there any additional charges like what's going on and so thankfully there's no additional charges it's just one pv and that basically means he should be out this week ideally it would be this week so i'm hoping that's the case that's what his po said so fun things um looking at maybe possibly trying to like uh find an oxford house something of that nature so that he can get established and start working and like we can start building a life um but right now it's just kind of like a a gray area and i and i was on the way home and i was like i should just mention this because the pink slip thing was pretty fucking cool like i was able to write like a tiny novel (laughs) i brought my finest tip pen which i didn't do yesterday And today I was able to do that. I guess he didn't have my number, so he was trying to figure out how to call me. Um, And I guess he was in there with Andrew. Um, So he was able to say to Andrew, look, give me Marisha's number so I can call Kayla. Because he knew that he could get a hold of me through Marisha. And so that's how he did it. He's a savvy motherfucker, and I'm so proud of him. Um, But yeah, right now we're just... In this place of, he's he's in a um, like a stage of metamorphosis. Like he's about to come through the other side, and I'm really proud of him. But it took something that was unexpected, and it was necessary for him to figure out what he wanted, and to realize that he loved me, and that he wanted a life with me. And he said he was sorry for not realizing that sooner. And I thought that was pretty romantic. It was pretty sweet. So I'm on my way home and I'm probably going to continue to clean and make TikToks, but I just wanted to give you a brief update. I'm going to probably add some more tomorrow morning. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world and I'm trying to make sense of it because there's a lot of biased opinions and things like that. But I kind of understand where Russia was coming from because NATO is one of those things where if you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. And once Ukraine got in there, I mean, it wouldn't take long where if Ukraine picked beef, you know, like, I don't know. That's just my thought. At the same time, that's his big excuse for going in and terrorizing a bunch of people. So who the fuck knows? I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out and make sense of this life right now around me and figure out my own personal path of where I'm headed. I know I'm going to continue on course with us driving because it, it, it means a lot to me. It, it brings a lot of purpose in my life when I can be a blessing to those who need it and, and lift their spirits and inspire them. So, and they do the same thing for me. Uh, but yeah, maybe ultimately time to get healthy for everybody, like, like sobriety and, inner healing, you know, checking in on those core wounds that our fucking families left for us to solve in our relationships. 
Anyway, I love you guys. I'm going to go, but I'll talk to you probably tomorrow. All right. Bye. Yo, what up? It's your girl, Kilowatt. It is Tuesday morning. I get paid tomorrow. My car payment came out a day early. That was fun to discover my bank in the negative. I was assured it wouldn't, but they fucked up, so that's cute. Um, My boyfriend called me today, and we had one minute, (laughs) and he did not understand that I could not put more money on the phone card, and he thought I was mad at him. So that felt super cool to go into the day. Um, I have to go get Braylon after work, so I can't go leave him a pink slip and let him know I'm not mad at him. So hopefully he doesn't sit with that all night. Um, yeah, that, this super fucking sucks, but today's energy is incredibly volatile and I wanted to warn you guys. I mean, I don't know if I'll publish this today. I guess we can look back and see how, how much bad shit went down, but just watch your back out there. Jesus, it's crazy. Um, yeah, this is just me venting about the thing with Sam and then me being poor. So welcome to the, (laughs) to the fun. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Yo, good morning. It's your girl, Kiloa. I'm back. I just dropped Braylon off. I'm on my way to work. I, I had a cool day yesterday. I ended up meeting a, a girl named Luna. No, no, no. I met Luna's mother, whose name escapes me at this moment, and I'm so sorry. Uh, We were talking last night, and then I ended up falling asleep on her. But uh, she actually... So Luna's dad, his name's Evan, and he dated my cousin Emily, or Brent's cousin Emily, for a number of years. Like, he was a very big part of our family. And so after they broke up, Um, I ran into him on the bus and it was really good to learn that he became a father. I think that gave him a whole new purpose. Uh, he, he seemed to paint his, his ex, um, Luna's mother in like a very poor light. And part of me understands when people do that, it's mainly because they're really hurt about how things ended. Um, I've experienced that myself when I paint Brent in a bad light. I think we can see the darkest sides of people when love ends. And it's not usually really pretty. Uh, You'll have to forgive me. I'm coming around a part where there's like a cop that hangs out. And I don't want to get pulled over right now. Because my tags are expired. Anyways, um, I need to get them renewed. Gotta go to the DMV. Gotta get it done. I'm gonna be a grown-up. I'm gonna be a grown-up. I swear to God, one day, I was looking at the scope of it, like, so, my roommate goes into my room every fucking day. I discovered that she'd been watching Euphoria in Braylon's room, and that's fine. Like, I don't fucking mind. Um, Most of the time, if she were to just say, hey, can I, you know, watch TV in your room, I'd be fine with it, but... It's that she fucking spends all her time in my room and then goes through my shit and things go missing and it makes me mad. And when I mentioned it to Justin, I got uh, pushback because she managed to craft the story that somehow it was Sam doing all this bad shit. And I've seen enough people in and out of that house to tell you that Sam's not the only possible suspect. Uh, 
so I just sort of did it agree to disagree you know um because I can't um I'm not ever going to get in in between the two people you know that god this fucking cop better leave me the fuck alone I'm never gonna get in between two okay seriously I can't do this right now this is not happening hold on doing adverse maneuvers because I don't want to get the fuck pulled over. Anyway, um, this is par for the course. Honestly, I have a lot of, there's a lot on the table right now. The fact that my job's on the chopping block, uh, on this attendance program called last chance, knowing I have three hours of time loss possible until May really increases the level of stress that one might find in her daily life. (laughs) I'm sure, as anybody would, with two children to support on her own and no backup network, nobody to fall back on um, outside of just my really gracious landlord. At this point, I'm, I'm trying to keep my shit together and I just, I'm very paranoid about, I just, yes. Anyway, I cannot get pulled over and I cannot miss work and that's why I'm at adverse maneuvers or like, you know how, like you try and weave in and out of traffic. Oh, look, he's still behind me. Great. Anyway, um, so this motherfucker's going to be behind me the whole time. Anyway, uh, the transits that are at play suggest that I will lose my employment, um, by August, which is mildly terrifying. At the same time, in my life, anything that I've attached myself to or my identity to usually gets ripped away from me. If I identify myself as a wife, I lose the marriage. If I identify myself as a mother, I lose the child. Uh, If I identify myself as a best friend, the best friend moves away. (laughs) It's a theme and it's something that's so necessary because it prevents me from becoming complacent and I'm always having to be constantly aware of myself, um, of who the fuck I really am without the rules, without the titles. And I'll tell you what, if I, if I had to stop being a bus driver, I would still be kilowatt and I'd still love people the way that I do. And I'd still find a way to be part of their life. But this is the most intricate, uh, complicated way to be in the public service role that I love, uh, and have interactions with people on such a unique level. Like the exchange that I have with my passengers is unlike anything else. And I, and I am hard pressed to think of another career that I would be able to be present like I am and make the impact and the, the change in vibration in a city that I love in the way that I do. So anyway, let's get back to Luna. I met, I met, uh, I met Evan's ex and she was a wonderful person. And I was explaining to her about how Sam had just gotten jail and, um, some of the stuff with my roommate. Cause she asked, you know, like, why, why are you so upset? Like what's going on? And I get really upset with 
the yelling that happens in the house because it triggers me like a motherfucker. Like, it's debilitating. Um, and I need to get on anti-anxiety medication. So it helps with that. Because I'm over here pressing Sam, like, yo, you got to get on your anti-anxiety meds. But I need anti-anxiety meds. So practice what you preach, right? Um, but I was looking at everything after my conversation with her and I realized that I have a lot of things that I need to work on. I need to get my finances in order so I can support myself and my children. And I'm struggling with understanding how to budget. I'm struggling with things that I can't afford, things that I can't afford. And how to make it all happen because it feels like I have so many expenses but I really don't I need to I really want to sit down and get that organized and so um, I'm trying to figure my life out right now and this is sort of how it's going <laughs> you guys are just along for the ride at this very moment and um, another another experience yesterday I met a woman who was walking through the parking lot and she recognized me. I was outside smoking on my like vape thing. And she says to me, um, Oh my God, how are you? You know, and like, we're talking. She expressed to me that she's been married to the same man for 20 years and that they're friends and she loves him, but she's not like in love with him. And she was trying to explain it because she said he goes out partying a lot and how she's really just kind of getting tired of the whole thing. Which, in a way, it kind of made me think about Brent. I'm sure that he was exactly where she was, you know? I think everybody deserves to be happy. And I think for a long time he wasn't, and that was very relevant. Um, I didn't see it because I was too busy going out with Lisa and, like, trying to find my shit and get my life together like I always am. But in the process... I lost focus of my marriage and that's how it ended up burning in a thousand pieces. I really don't blame him for falling in love with someone else. I think it would probably be incredibly easy to meet somebody that you're attracted to and you haven't felt something in a long time and they're there and they have feelings for you and then it's easy to jump ship and I crucified him for that and I'm sorry. Um, it was my conversation with that woman that really made me see where that probably played out and how it happened. It was my conversation with Luna's mom where I was revisiting some of my old podcasts and I picked up a couple of drafts and I was sifting through um, all my incoherent podcasts that I would make after I started drinking. And I realized that that would get really fucking old super fast. Um, she expressed to me that that the night previous her husband came or it was like the morning after he came home he was gone all night and he said that they you know had done drugs and stuff which by the way I've never done drugs I'm really blessed that I haven't done that I, I have the knowledge to know that if I ever did it'd be bad so I just don't do drugs like I've never done drugs and I'm lucky because I I'd probably I probably go straight to heroin realistic I mean I'm pretty much all or nothing with kilowatts so I'm glad I haven't dabbled in drugs Um, but he had he said you know there were drugs and he had been drinking and he didn't want to drive home 
And so instead of getting angry, like she normally would, she was fine. She, she just didn't want to fight. And she said, well, thank you for not driving drunk, you know. But I think that was the moment. And she said, you know, normally I would get angry. Normally I would be really fucking pissed. And she said, I just don't care anymore. I just don't care anymore. And I remember that there was a moment like that that played out with Brent. And I... I didn't notice it, and I'm sure her husband didn't notice either, and she's, she's one way out the door, one foot out the door. You can see it, and I, and I feel sad because I didn't see it with Brent, but part of me also wonders if maybe, even if I did change everything, would we have found any connection anyway, because we had changed so much, like, our politics are opposite, and He's very conservative and um, tied to a big family, and I grew up with a very small family, and I'm way more independent. I don't have a lot of that gotta-be-there-on-Sunday type vibe, you know? So, while it's nice to have family and it's cool, uh, it also, I just was never, I don't know if we were ever that compatible. I know that sounds silly, but... I think about this stuff with Sam and I think about how much we have in common and how great it's been. Um, But I forget that, you know, at the beginning with Brent, we had a lot in common supposedly too. So who knows? Honestly, I'm really not, I'm not, I'm not able to draw a lot of things for me and Sam. We've only been together for like two months. So Speaking of which, I'm hoping he calls me this morning. I don't know if he will, but if he doesn't, then I guess we'll figure it out. I will talk to you guys in a little bit. But that was was something I came to the conclusion of. I'm glad I had those conversations with those women yesterday. I think they opened my eyes to a lot of things that I needed to work on and things that I didn't see before now. Um, I don't know if it's my relationship with Sam and now that I've fallen in love with someone else that I was able to fully step back and look at my own personal actions that led to the demise of my marriage because I was kind of operating from a place of pain and, and grief and loss and, um, hurt. And I think when you fall in love with someone new, those feelings tend to go away for a little bit. I mean, they, they're gone and I can see it with a little bit of clarity, but I need to start orchestrating more structure in my life and implementing more consistency with regard to finances and my own personal coping mechanisms, like going to the gym as opposed to drinking a glass of pino. So I keep saying these things at some point I'm going to follow through, but I genuinely, I feel like I came, I guess over a hill or I came to some type of clarity and I, it solidified what I've known. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. I love you guys. I hope you have a stellar day. (sighs) I will talk to you guys soon.